Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast, a very special edition of the show. This is the best of version of the show. We have the Philadelphia Podcast Festival coming up this week, so we decided to put together a best of edition of our three previous live shows we've done at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast here live at the Philadelphia podcast festival i am roy burton and i am joined as always by my lovely wife chanel chanel how are you doing this fine evening my I'm dear doing pretty well today roy it's a very very special show of the john appetit show because we're doing the uh 2016 philadelphia podcast festival we are broadcasting live from tattooed mom 5 30 south street here in philadelphia um so shout out to tattooed mom for giving us a, a great place <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, for giving us a place to do, a place to do our thing. Um, shout out to the good folks at Bridge Set Sound for uh, for doing a, for doing the audio for all this stuff. Shout out to Wildfire Radio for streaming this online as we're doing the podcast live, and the Philadelphia Podcasting Society, Tegan, Nathan, and everybody involved with that. Thank you guys for inviting us to be part of the fourth annual Philadelphia Podcast Festival. And as we always do at the start of each show, thanks to everybody out there who listens to the show. Yes. We have a lot of people out there who listen to us and check us out um, each, each week on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher Radio and all that good stuff. So shout out to everybody out there. If you don't know who we are, we are John Appetit. You know, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We are a food podcast. Please let everybody know, just for people who don't know who we are and what we do, we are John Appetit. Let everybody know what we're all about. So basically what we are is a, a, a podcast that discusses uh, the great restaurants and food scene in and around the city of Philadelphia. Uh, so we basically, on our own dime, go to various places and tell you how good or bad they are so that you don't have to waste your money. <laughs> I need you to stall a little bit more because oh, I'm sorry. I I, I, stuff out. I, yeah, I see you're spilling stuff all over the place. I'm not really the staller, Roy. That's really your job. I'm, you, you're supposed to throw it. I catch it. Now you're asking me to throw it and catch it. That's a little much for me. <laughs> Did you shout out Tay Diggs for being our uh, for being someone who follows us on Twitter? Yeah, Tay Diggs actually follows us on Twitter. We're very proud of that. A lot of podcasts can't say that a star as elite as Tay Diggs follows them on Twitter. So we really appreciate that. Shout out to you, Tay Diggs. If you could just reach out to some of your fellow actors, singers, whoever, and have them follow us as well, we could uh, get some more listeners. Yeah, so we are we are a food podcast, but we are a food podcast with a little bit of twist. We like to have fun. You know, we don't take ourselves seriously, and we like to kind of spread the, the the fun and and all good. You know, all food is good. Like we, everyone loves food. Everyone yes. loves to eat, and and we love to eat, and we love to kind of share our stories. You know, about food and about going out to eat. You know, with with the folks. So that's kind of what we do here on John Appetit. We kind of handed you guys out. Everybody here at Tattoo Mom, we handed you a little thank you gift for coming on out. Uh, to the show that that spout just so you know it's a it's a just a drink spout it doesn't stop the flow no it's not one of those like, no one, it's not like, a two ounce yeah, or one four and a half ounce pour. we don't believe in that yeah we don't believe in stopping the no. flow of alcohol no. no you don't stop the flow of alcohol no. so again so that's a free spout and again and there's a little there's a gift there's a little um recipe on the back the uh, john appetit cocktail yeah it's a cocktail that we made up it's our own cocktail so please try it uh, yeah. if you like prosecco there's a lot of it in there, so enjoy again. Our stopper doesn't stop, so you can pour the whole bottle in the Doesn't bunch. stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, so, yeah, so we are the Joan Appetit Podcast, and, and again, we've started this show in January, so we've been yes. doing it for, for close to eight full months now, seven and change about now, and then, of course, once everybody knows that you have a food podcast, 
the one question that you get from everybody is where should I eat? Like, what's the best restaurant for me to eat? I get random texts during the day while I'm at work, while I'm on the train. Do we, you know, like, where, like, what's the best seafood restaurant in a four block radius? Like, you know, it's like, I can't answer <laughs> these things. I'm not Google. I can't answer these things immediately. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure you get the same questions. No, because maybe. people are aware that I don't use social media and I barely text. <laughs> so... I, I've said it numerous times on the show, so people know not to try to contact me. All right, me. well, I get the questions, yeah. and then I'm, like, <laughs> racking my brain, and I'm like, all right, let me close this spreadsheet, and then let me, like, figure out, you know, where the best pizza spot is in Center City and then all that stuff. So we get that question a lot. I mean, we've done several different shows. We did a show for the DNC. We did a show, our first show, about our favorite restaurants. We do multiple shows about the best individual restaurants in Philadelphia. So I don't want to necessarily do that here. We thought, like, instead of doing restaurants, individual restaurants here, we'll do, later in the show, we'll do our best things that we've had this year. Um, again, we've been doing the show for close to eight months now. So we've gotten around to different events and different places and food trucks and stuff like that. So later in the show, we want to talk about the best things that we've, we've had this year. But before we get to that, we have our 10 food commandments. Now, these are our 10 rules that, that, again, we've kind of come up with over the past few months about food and, and about, you know, what you should do when you go out and, or what, you know, what plans you should make and things like that when it comes to food. So you want to kick us off with our, our 10 food commandments? Yeah. Um, so number one on our, our 10 commandments list is Yelp is your friend. So we Yelp everything uh, before we go. I, I Yelp everything (laughs) that's not even food i just use yelp because people are going to be extremely honest on yelp however yelp is not the end all and be all i'm sure you've gone on yelp if you had and seen people blast restaurants and bars because they didn't like a waiter or a waitress so you have to take the reviews on yelp with a grain of salt i actually have a a a professional yelper in my family (laughs) he goes by the alias of marcus it's not even his real name he uses a fake name on yelp to kind of do his to kind of do his yelp reviews yeah Um, and he he speaks and he writes on yelp he's really high-minded when he does yeah different than he talks i mean this is like this is like phd level writing on yelp yes he's very elevated in his yelp yelping or whatever it's called and um so i rely on him heavily and his name is marcus we're, we're eventually going to have him on the show i think you'll enjoy him yeah no but the up though the, like the wisdom of crowds like it's a real thing like it's legit like it's like you know when a lot of people go to a restaurant and review it and give you their thoughts like that's a pretty good barometer of, of what it is but like as chanel said it's not the be all and end all you know you can have you can go to a five-star restaurant on yelp and have a bad bad, bad meal you can go to a three-star place and have a great meal so it's not, you know, it's not, again, the be-all and end-all, but the one thing, and as Chanel alluded to as well, you got to read the reviews sometimes because some people are just difficult. Like, they'll, yeah. they'll say, like, took a party of 50 to Lorenzo's <laughs> on South Street. They couldn't seat us one star. It's like, what do you, like, like, really, like, what do you expect? I mean, it's like, come on. So it's like, it's one of those things where you have to, like, just read the reviews on the up and kind of, like, take what you see and, with a grain of salt and, and evaluate it, like, the way, you know, the way it should be. Exactly. So, um, number two, I'll, I'll do number two. Okay. If a place, if you see a place has very limited hours, it's probably really good. Like if they're only open like four hours a day or until they sell out, that's probably a good barometer that it's a, it's a good place to eat. Like I remember like when I was younger, like John's Roast Pork down in South Philly only had limited hours. I don't think they were open on the weekends. Like they were open until like two o'clock because they only needed to be open until they were two o'clock, until two o'clock, because they sold the roast pork and cheesesteaks, and they were like, we made enough money, we're good. We're just, or we're you just down. sell out of all your food. If right. your food's really good, you're going to sell out. So I'm not mad at any restaurant or establishment that closes a little early or right. closes at two if your food is really good. So if there's a place that I've heard of, and everyone's like, oh, this place is great, and I find out that they closed at two o'clock, it's probably great. It's probably, really, it. it's probably really good. I know Primo's used to be like that. I know uh, South Philly Barbacoa. I know they're scaling back their hours. I mean, there are a lot of places like that. That's pretty much a good tell. Like, if they only, if they're only open a few hours, you know, a week or, you know, only a certain days a week, then, that, then that's a pretty good tell that that's, an, that's not a bad spot to check out. So you want to do number three? Sure. Okay, so this is a, a, a rule I break all the time, <laughs> but it's a good rule. Don't eat at a place within the first few weeks of opening or the first few months of opening. You have to give them time to kind of work through the recipes, work out the kinks, let the wait staff get adapted to the menu. Um, again, I don't follow this, but... <laughs> it's because, a rule, but we don't follow yeah, it. But because of the fact that I know that there will be problems when I go, 
I don't like blast the restaurant if I have right. problems because I know it's my own fault for going before they worked everything out. So sometimes I get a little impatient and I go. And if it's bad, I'll keep my mouth shut. Sometimes I won't tell Roy. I'll just wait. And then a month or so later, I'll say, oh, we should go try it. Now, if I go back a month or two later and it's still bad, I'll say, well, they were bad last time and I shouldn't have gone anyway. But otherwise, I, um, I will keep my mouth shut. And I hate when Yelpers go to a restaurant <laughs> within the first week of opening and then go and blast it. So those are reviews to ignore on Yelp. If, if they're saying, oh, they just opened and they weren't right, ignore that review. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can, you can say like, you know, you can say it in a certain way. It's like, you know, I went, I went to this restaurant, you know, it was fine. They have to you know, work out the kinks or whatever. Maybe in a couple of weeks I'll try it again and then repost another review. That's legit. But like you said, there's people who go on there and say, you know, they just have ne- just completely negative off the wall um, compliments or comments about a restaurant that, you know, that really we don't think are fair, you know, for places that are just opening up. Like, for example, like we went to the Little Lion when they first opened yeah. up, and we had a couple of little, like, minor things that kind of went there. But the food was so good, like, I don't care. Like, it, like it's no. fine. It was You'll whatever. never hear from me the problems that we had there. Yeah, no. because it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, like, I, under, I understood going in, there were going to be problems at the Little Lion, you know, because they just opened up. And we had a great meal, like, one of the best meals we yeah, had all year. Definitely. Um, there. So if you have an opportunity, Little Lion. Uh, question, uh, question. Commandment number four: Look at the menu before you go. Now, a lot of people don't do this. I'm glad that we do this because 50% of the people on this couch right now have a really difficult time figuring out what she wants to eat <laughs> when, when she goes to a certain restaurants. So, I'm glad that we do this. I'm glad this is a rule. If I don't look at the menu before I go, I will sit there for 20 minutes trying to figure out what I want to eat. I will admit that. It's me. That's why you have to have, like, a website with a menu if you have a restaurant or I won't go. I have to be able to look at it first. So, yes, look at the menu before you go. Have a general idea, mm-hmm. which I go in with, like, five or six items right. that I say, might what do, want Then you say, to what try. do you want? What are you going to get? And, yeah. And then, you know, then you have to cut down your list. Yeah, I have what... to figure out what you're eating. Right. And then I, I make a determination on what I want. But so I'm... that we don't get the same thing. But if you really want something, then you should go get it. No. Can someone help me and help him understand that we okay. should not order the same item on the menu? He doesn't understand this. He, he, he doesn't <laughs> realize that you get one thing, I get one thing, and we can try it. He'll order the same exact thing if I order first. So I never order first. I have to let him go first. Like, if I want a whole plate of spaghetti, no. I really don't want to share it with you. So, like, no. like if you want a whole plate you of spaghetti... You should have thought of that before <laughs> You have to share everything with me. Yeah, and I, I, re- I realize this now. I, I do. Um, no, but this, this rule is kind of especially important if you're, like, a picky eater. Like, yes. I mean, because I mean, we have kind of expanded a little bit on what we eat when yeah. we go out. But there are still things that we don't eat. Uh, um, and then you don't want to roll up in a restaurant and then see all like the entrees and not like anything. You know, you kind of want to have some kind of a plan exactly. before you go because again, I get the same. I get heat about this all the time. It's like I look at a menu on a restaurant, a restaurant menu, and there's something I like, and it's probably one. I, I think there's one thing that we can agree on that we both like, and nothing else on the menu. No, no, no. Well, that, that's what. Okay. No, right. no. All right. This is what happens. Right. He pulls up the menu. He sees one thing on the menu that's good, and everything else is trash. <laughs> he focuses in on that one thing he wants to eat, mm-hmm. but I don't eat that one thing. So when I look at the menu, the whole menu is trash, and then he gets upset because he can't go there with me because I'm not going to eat anything, and he's honed in on that one thing. But he won't eat anything else either. So how can you get mad so you at me because I don't you like You can just get the same like. thing. We can both get the same thing. <laughs> no, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Oh, do you want to do number five? Commander yes. number five, please. Okay, so number five is to get to any food-related functions like night market, food truck events, mm-hmm. wine and food events early. Early. You want to get there early before the crowd, even if you're the only two people in the room, which we've been. That way you get to sample everything and then decide what you like. So when the lines start building up, you know what lines are worth standing in. If you come later, sometimes the food runs out or sometimes you're standing in line and you get to something that you don't really like. So the best thing is if you're going to any type of food event, get there early. 
Or if you're with somebody, and I've been in the situation that needs to scout the entire room, like it's the NFL Combine, and see what everybody's doing at each station before. Like when I go to like a food truck event or a food event or whatever, like if I just see, I, I see, I'm go, I'm going. Like I'm, I'll just leave the crowd and just go and leave everybody and just go get he the eats sample. He's the first thing he sees. I eat the first thing I see because like it's there, it's available. I'm hungry, I'm going to eat it. But he doesn't realize that if you take samples, you're going to fill up. So then when you find the thing that's really good, you're full and you can't enjoy it. I like to scout the room, look at what looks good, and only try the stuff that looks good. He eats everything in the line. See, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that my, my way is the right way. because I mean, No, I, it's absolutely not. But this is, no, but I'm like, <laughs> but you got you to gotta get, like, I'm like, I have the Kobe Bryant mentality. I got to get my shots up. I got I to gotta shoot. I'm not leaving until I get like 20, 15, 20 dishes. I wish I had an, an analogy for a basketball player that shoots and misses. I gotta, that's what I would I gotta, use right now. I got I to shoot. You get full, and then you get to the good stuff, and I'm enjoying. You're like, that looks tasty, but I can't No, but then anymore. see, but then there's times where you go, and it's like there's a line by the time you get back around, and I'm like, see, I already had that. That's because we I didn't the get ravioli. there early enough. I had the ravioli. You haven't had the ravioli yet, <laughs> and then you got to wait in that line. When you don't get me there early enough, that happens. <laughs> All right, come Commandment number six, and this is one of our, our favorite rules on John Appetit. Take advantage of restaurant weeks. Restaurant weeks are your friend yes. because you can go and check out places that, that you may not be able to get to, and it's usually at a portion of the cost, and they, they usually serve you some of the best stuff that's on their menu. Like in, if you want to go to a high-end place, you can get a good meal at Philadelphia Restaurant Week for, I don't even 35 50 bucks. I'm not even sure what it is now. I think it's about 35 but you, get, you get a really good deal. I mean, we like every time, like on our show, every single time we come across a Restaurant Week mention, we kind of put it out on the show to say, hey, if you want to check something out, I know it's coming out in the city in a couple of weeks in September. Um, there's two, uh, two weeks of Restaurant Week here in Philly. Um, if you're a fan of restaurants, if there's some places that you want to check out, please, please do yourself a favor and go check out a place or two during restaurant week. They don't pay us. I'm, this is yeah. free no, advertising. Is, and just, to, just to piggyback off of that, we do announce on our podcast, um, which we do every week, every week. Uh, when there are food events coming up, we give you advance notice. So if you listen to our podcast and you're like foodies and you like to go to these types of events, we'll give you advance notice to when these things are coming up. We, and, just, and just the one thing, again, when you go to restaurant week, it's kind of like, Again, use the kind of same mentality as when you go to a restaurant that first opens up. Just be, you know, don't take what you your experience at Restaurant Week as like the gospel right. is what you think of a restaurant because you'll go to they'll have limited menus so you can't get everything and sometimes the portions are smaller. And so if you go to Restaurant Week and say, oh well, they didn't give me enough of this or whatever like that, well, it's you know it's designed to be a you know a compact like a menu, tasting. like a compact like a sampling of the menu so you like the restaurant. You know, so again, it's not one of those things where if you have a, a I don't want to say a bad experience, but an experience you weren't expecting, you don't need to give them one star on Yelp because no, again, this please, isn't no. the true representation of a I restaurant. I hate seeing in Yelp those cases. Uh, reviews for Restaurant Week. I hate it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you like about Yelp? I like, <laughs> I like when people say, I tasted X and it tasted like Y. And you like the pictures. I forgot. You do and love I the like pictures. I like the pictures. I like going there to see pictures of food because the description is fine, but when you see the picture, that kind of sets it off. And Yelp will show you people actually taking pictures of their food. So that's what I like about Yelp. And I like Marcus. <laughs> like Marcus. All right, you got number seven? I got number seven. The wine that pairs best with the food you're eating is the wine that you like. Um, you see all these things about pairing food with wine. and um, No, that's not for me. I think that's kind of snobby. And I'm someone who really enjoys wine, but um, I don't subscribe to any rules or anything like that. So if I'm eating something, I'm drinking the wine that I like. Yeah, I was doing some research for, for this podcast today, and they said that sparkling wine goes well with fish, but not with, quote, rich fish. So you can have it with fish, <laughs> but not with crab, or I guess the fish that the Richies eat, or, or whatever, like the lobster, I don't even know what it is. Like, I, like that just doesn't make much sense to me. No. I mean, if you're eating, whatever you're eating, if you're like, man, I love, I don't know, like Chardonnay or I love Moscato or whatever. Just drink it. Like it's cool. Yeah, like it's whatever. Like, like just, you're paying <laughs> your money at that restaurant. Uh, the waiter's not judging you. If he is, then who cares? Or at your house. I mean, yeah, or your house. Thing. Like, like get the wine you want and eat it with what you want to eat it. Absolutely. Uh, commandment number eight: When traveling, don't do not limit yourself to the tourist spots. Eat what the locals eat. 
Now, on our show, we do a lot of what we call the travel john, where we go to different cities and kind of travel and, and eat different, different things. We're heavy on the john, by the way. Yeah. We, we like, we like mm-hmm. the word. It's a, it's a very multi-purpose <laughs> noun. I mean, it stands for anything. Um, so on our travel john shows, we talk about eating in different cities. And we try to, again, we use Yelp quite a bit yeah. and, and all that stuff. But we try not to go to the touristy spots. Because let's say you have friends coming in from out of town and they say, I want to get a good cheesesteak. There are certain places which I will not name that you will not take them to because you know that they don't have the best cheesesteaks. I mean, they're the ones that you see like, nationally on different shows, but they're not the ones that have the best cheesesteaks or the best hoagies or whatever. It's the same thing when right. you go to any other city. If you so know if that about Philly, right. that you don't take them to those two places, then when you're going <laughs> somewhere else... I didn't name, I didn't name any place. I didn't name, I didn't name place. any place. I just said two. I just said two places. Be any two are, they, are, they, are they across from each other? I, I, I no? don't know. I'm not talking... <laughs> Then that's how you have to think if you go to Chicago or Los Angeles. You or New York or, or New wherever. York or wherever you go. You think, hmm, is this the equivalent of those two places? Then I don't want to go. <laughs> uh, but, but, again, when you do this, though, and when you're making preparations, be sure to survey the neighborhood before you be go. Be very like, careful. Like, be, be careful. Just get an idea of the neighborhood. And then if you go to a place and you jump in an Uber or whatever, and they're like, I want to go here, and your Uber driver's like, ah, then you probably want to get out. And then, like, figure something else out. Yeah, there's a place that we haven't been to in New Orleans. Uh, We've been planning to go for years, but it's a little scary. I'm not scared. I am. I am. I have to be the scared one in the bunch. He'll go anywhere. So I'm the scared one. I want this place uh, really bad. It's been on a lot of different food shows, but I just can't go there because I'd like to make it home safely. (laughs) All right, what's number nine? Number nine. Commit to eating something that you'd never thought you'd try at least once a year. I tried to do this on my birthday. Um, the first time I ever had sushi years and years ago was on my birthday. I try to eat something that, um, that maybe was or seemed distasteful to me or maybe I was a little afraid of once a year. This year I ate two things. Two. Two. I had foie gras and escargot. And they were both pretty tasty. Pretty good. I haven't had either one, and I'm scared. No, he won't, he won't commit to trying something different. Something different every year would be broccoli. Like, I've had, wait, wait, I've had broccoli before. Really? I've had, yeah, I've had broccoli okay. before. All right. I mean, sometimes I try to pick it out, but if I don't always get it. You make a mistake and eat the yeah, broccoli. No, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's commandment number nine. And finally, um, this is commandment number ten, and we kind of threw a bunch of commandments and rules. But seriously, though, there really are no rules. I mean, if there's something that you want to eat, or something you want to try. Or someplace or, you want to go. Or someplace you want to go. Just go. I just mean, just kind of, you know, throw caution yeah. to the wind and, and, you know, like we say, treat We your, just roll treat up yourself, in anywhere. You know? We just like, make sure not to wear sweatpants and sneakers. But we kind of roll up into anywhere. We don't care. Yeah, just treat yourself. I mean, yeah. if there's something that you want to get, get and eat, just try it out. I mean, you know, just have fun. You know, again, food is fun. Everyone loves food. Um, you know, I think there's three food podcasts on the, like yours. And then there's the Did You Eat last? I think there's three food podcasts here on, on the... Uh, the Philadelphia Podcast Festival schedule this year. So people love food, clearly. Yes. I mean, there's people, a lot of people talking about food in Philadelphia. So, I mean, they, so enjoy food and enjoy the meals that you have. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast coming to you live from the 2018 Philadelphia Podcast Festival. I am Roy Burton and alongside me, as always, my lovely wife, Chanel. Yeah. H- how are you doing this evening, Chanel? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm hot. hot. It's a little hot in here. Yeah. Um, it's going to get a little bit hotter in here because later in the show, yes, hot we're going to do uh, the uh, Hot Ones Challenge once again. If you're not <laughs> familiar with it, we'll make you familiar with it uh, on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we have some special guests. Give it up for the Just Grubbin' Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up. Give it up. Today's not the day, Roy, for the Hot Ones Challenge. <laughs> it's hot. It's real hot. Before we get started, though, we want to thank a few people. We want to thank Tattoo Moms, of course, for letting us come do our thing once again. For the yeah. third year in a row. Shout out to Steel Empire for the sounds. Shout out, give them some love. Give the sound guys some love. Philly Banner Express, Fireball Printing, uh, Tea House, I have no idea what that is. And the Philadelphia Podcast Society. Shout out to Nathan in the corner, getting things yeah. done. Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up. All right, so as we always do, there's a lot of people who listen to the show, who are listening to the show right now for the very first time. They have no idea who we are. Oh, yeah. So we're going to tell them who we are. And as, as we do that, we have a little gift for everybody since you guys are so sweet for coming out. We have a little sweet treat for you guys. So as we hand this out, Chanel, if you wouldn't mind, if you'd be so kind to let everybody know who we are and how we got started doing this podcast. I forgot I had to talk about this, so I didn't prepare anything. You have one job. I know. I, I, I'm, I'm not very good at it. 
So uh, we started about two years ago. Roy has a, another podcast, and he has a, a radio show about sports. So I bothered him every day for probably two to three months, asking if I could be on the sports show with him. I know nothing about sports. I don't like Philadelphia sports. I'm not from here. I'm sorry. Um, so he told me no. He told me no, I could not be on his show. I came to their live shows. I asked his partner. He said no, I could not be on their show. So Roy told me to get my own show, but I had no idea what I was going to talk about. So Roy started buying all this equipment. He bought a, a mixer. He bought, like, mics and stuff. And I was like, oh, he's buying new stuff for his show. Isn't that nice for him? So uh, one day I was driving home, and I was thinking about where we were going to go for dinner. And then it, it dawned on me that we always have, like, these lengthy conversations about where we're going to eat. Um, and we always talk about the food that we like, and we, we, we get really into it. So a light bulb went off, and I was like, oh, we should do a podcast about food. So I come home, and I, I say to Roy, we need to do a podcast about food. He goes upstairs, gets the mic, the mixer, and he was like, I was just waiting for you to figure it out. So that's how we ended up here. Um, he waited for me to figure it out. It took me about two months <laughs> to figure out the thing that would, would be a good podcast for him and me would be a food podcast. So here we are now. That's my spiel without practicing because I completely forgot I had to talk about it today. <laughs> and by the way, did you tell them that you came up with the name? Oh, I came up with the name because he was insisting that it be Philly-based. has to be Philly-based. And I didn't want it called Philadelphia Food or so uh, because it, I, I wanted it to be kind of unique but still Philly. And I can't pronounce John right. So. As, you, as you can tell. Yeah. John. So he gets a kick out of hearing me say it. That's why he makes John. me in each you show saying it hard. so that he can laugh at me at the end of each show. Jean Appete. Exactly. You say John real bougie. Jean. Jean. So, yeah, so we are John Appetit. We are a podcast for foodies. Uh, actually, we're a podcast for eaters because everybody loves yeah, to eat. Everybody we're loves not food. Foodies, we're eaters. Um, so, yeah, so we have a lot of stuff to get into today. We always start out with some news. And again, we are very, you know, audience participation um, thankful. So, if you guys want to, you know, just yell out certain things or respond to some things we talk about, please feel free. First news of the week that we want to talk about I don't know if you guys are familiar with someone named Aisha Curry. She is the wife of Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. And she's opening up a restaurant in Houston called International Smoke. The problem is that her Yelp reviews for International Smoke are already destroyed because Houston Rockets fans, who were upset that the Rockets got beat by the Warriors in the playoffs, gave her one-star reviews about the restaurant that opens a month from now. Here's a review, quote, the name of the restaurant makes sense because Curry about to get all the smoke in these reviews. <laughs> Another review says, quote, I would never set foot in this place even if it was the last place on earth. The restaurant is full of snakes. As Philly fans, you got to respect that, though. You, you do got to respect no, that. No, that's, that's messed That's like up. Tom Brady trying to open a restaurant here. You guys are banning <laughs> that shit in literally an hour. No, now, that's messed up. Now, now, Chanel, on a scale of one to uh, Petty LaBelle, Peppermint Petty, um, Richard Petty, how, how petty is this? This is just super petty. I First of all, I have a pet peeve about people who, who uh, give Yelp reviews when they don't eat the food. So this really like gets under my skin because the, the restaurant's not even open. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous yeah this is this is kind of crazy i mean like if you were you were up three to two rockets the rockets were up three to two in the series gave the series up and you're mad at steph curry's wife for opening up a restaurant first of all she shouldn't open up a restaurant in houston i mean like it's I, sports. I, I mean i get it like i understand but at the same time it's like you guys gonna take care and take care of business you would have been fine this is crazy yeah i don't like this yeah, i don't understand all right story number two eating french fries leads to a higher risk of death this is misleading well, oh, let, me read it. let me read the story. The American Journal of Clinical Nutrition said that people who eat fried potatoes at least twice a week have an increased risk of death, which sounds crazy to me, but I'll let you go first. No, because if you read the article, it says that it's the salt and the, the grease that kills you, not the potatoes. So it's not French fries. It's salt and grease. I, I don't understand this increased risk, risk of death thing because don't we all have the same risk of death? Isn't it all 100% for everybody? I can eat all the fries I want, right? Yeah, you're, yeah I'm true. not more, I'm not going to, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, well, you're not going to escape it, is yeah. what you're saying. So, like, I'll just eat all the fries I want because, like, it doesn't really matter. That's true. See, that's the part I can't, I can't get past. And, again, we have a study that was commissioned for this. 
I don't need a study to tell me. I this. don't need a study to tell me that extra grease and salt will kill me. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to eat e- French fries. Extra grease and salt is going to kill you. They are delicious, aren't they? It's delicious. Yeah, so they're good. delicious. They're so good. Increase risk of death. I don't. I, I just don't. I just don't understand this. Yeah, I don't know what you don't understand. It's just a way to get more money out of you. Question or story number three: Beaver whiskey is now available. This is but I need to explain this for a second. I'm down for that. New Hampshire. No, you're not. No, <laughs> I don't know you're about not. this. Yeah, no, you're not. New, New Hampshire's Tamworth Distilling Beaver whiskey has created something called Eau de Musk, a bourbon whiskey flavored with oil extracted from beaver butts. That's disgusting. You still down? Butts? Are you down? You down now? I mean, I drink monster. That's from what urine, right? <laughs> beaver not, butts is fine. Beaver butts is good, <laughs> gentlemen. Beaver butt whiskey. Hell, I mean, I drink whiskey, so you throw some pickle juice in there, I'll take it. Now, now this this castorium extract. Oh, don't say uh, pickle juice. Nah, nah, he's right. Uh, pickle, pickle bats are terrible. Pickle juice and whiskey. Pickle bats are terrible. Just give me the just give me the whiskey. Pickle it juice. You, it gets you hydrated and gets you wet. I don't need that. <laughs> every, every time you every time you order that, you see I never take that pickle you're a juice. Hater. <laughs> Look at you. Don't need that on my breath. Now this castorium extract has a natural vanilla flavoring and it's already used in perfumes and other drinks. Isn't it also used in another like vanilla or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like some 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 people who use vanilla flavoring actually use this beaver butt extract. <laughs> so please read the ingredients okay. on your vanilla flavoring. Yeah, but you see castorium you be- extract. That's beaver butt. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I may have eaten this before. You probably have. So why don't you just drink the whiskey? No. You, see? There we go. So you probably had it. I love beavers. Beavers? <laughs> <laughs> I think don't a lot of people all? love beavers. Oh, man. This, this one left pretty early. All right. Uh, last story. <laughs> last story. Our workplaces are making us fat, according to a study. Oh, that's true. That's very true. From that's, true. that's very true. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, the Centers agree. for Disease Control and Prevention found that working adults eat nearly 1,300 calories a week from foods brought into work. So the, the pizza and the donuts and all the stuff your coworkers are bringing in, 100, uh, 1,300 calories per week. Chanel is not part of that because no, she is scared. I'm fat of, on my own. She's scared I don't eat loose food. I don't eat food that coworkers bring in. Mm. I don't really trust people. Um, mm. And I consider loose food when loose. a person brings in Dunkin' Donuts and they put it on the table <laughs> and it's in the air. It's now loose food, so I don't eat it. That story is like 100% true because everyone asks me, how are you so in shape? It's like, my ass goes to the gym. Y'all sit here and eat Popeye's, <laughs> donuts, pizza. That's they true. go home like, mm, I was good. Yeah. I can't I, wait for tomorrow. I've been working at my job Just for say four my name years next now. Time. I was 155 <laughs> pounds when I started. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, every other job. This is the first office job I've had. You got to stop eating loose food. Pounds. Don't eat loose food. People don't have strong wills. They want that loose food. Exactly. <laughs> you smell pizza. Pot you smell Popeye's. Pizza, potluck. Cake, somebody's birthday. Somebody Buffalo chicken dip. You're going to get some of that. It's always yeah. a, somebody's birthday. Always a birthday. You got to tell something you, you going gotta on. T- like, like Elaine told them, no, I don't yeah. want no cake. Just think, just <laughs> no think cake of it as me. loose food and you won't want it. Just well, think of food. all your coworkers breathing on it loose and licking the cake knife. You don't you know what your coworkers' houses look like. You don't I mean, know what's going on with them at home. These houses. Like, that's good like, ingredients, though. That's like that. That's that, that good. That's a good life. <laughs> it's like when you order McDonald's late at night. You know it's bad, but it's good. But it's so good. So good. All right. Speaking of what's good, our next segment is called "What's Good, Philly." And since we have a food podcast, the, the question everybody asks us as soon as they learn that we have a food podcast is, "What's the best food in Philadelphia?" We always get asked the same questions. Over and over, where do I get a good cheesesteak? Where do I get good this? Where do I get good that? Because, again, that's just kinda, that just kind of goes with the territory. So, um, so we're fans of something called The Zimmern List. It's an Andrew Zimmern show on the Travel Channel. It's one of the few shows we actually agree on as a couple because I don't control the TV in my house. Nope. So when I'm downstairs, if I want to watch TV downstairs, I need to watch, like, Black Ink Chicago yep. or something yeah, along those lines. But rare, every now and then, I'll get a chance to throw something on demand, and it'll be something like The Zimmern List. Uh, where Andrew Zimmern goes around and tells people, you know, these are the things in a certain city that you should try to eat. So we put together something called the Burton List. So this is our individual list of some of the best food that you guys can find in Philadelphia. And again, as we go down these categories, please feel free, for those of you here, please feel free to just yell stuff out. It's fine. Again, we're very um, participation-friendly. Can I ask you one question? Yes, sir. Are there hot dogs on the list? There are no hot dogs on the list. Fraudulent. There are no hot dogs. If you want, hot dogs. If you want a hot dog, we, if you want a good hot dog, we can talk off air. I'll tell you what hot, hot dogs. Dog <laughs> he loves hot dogs. Let him get through the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you got to start with the cheesesteak. Favorite cheese? Anybody? Favorite cheesesteak in Philly? Just yell it out. Ishka Bibbles. Jim's. 
Do you guys work at gyms? Like, you just yeah, throw it you, out there? You guys, <laughs> you guys really like gyms? Like, you, you, it was quick. It was like, man, we got plants in the audience. Gyms. Gyms, you want to you want to do your favorite cheesesteak? Do we agree on this one? Yeah, it's the same. All right, we actually agree same. on this one. It's not a, it's not a, a typical cheesesteak, but uh, the cheesesteak, the brisket cheesesteak yes. at Mike's Barbecue. Yes. Um, our favorite cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Smoked brisket on a seeded roll. Has caramelized onions. Has this cheese whiz, Cooper's Sharp cheese whiz you sauce. You have never tasted anything it's like so this. You have good. to try it. Lauren knows. Phenomenal. Lauren knows. I was going to say that was my favorite. How many, how, many, how many team meetings you guys have at Mike's Barbecue? Like, what, like five in five days? Oh, yeah, we went back a few times, actually. <laughs> it's fantastic. Gatanos. Ne- Gatanos. That's another yeah, one. Ishka Bibbles. That's Jersey. Ish, Ishka Bibbles. Uh, favorite non cheesesteak sandwich? Non? Not a cheesesteak. Favorite sandwich is not a cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Pork roll, egg, and cheese. Buffalo chicken wrap. <laughs> Buffalo chicken wrap? <laughs> Hot dog. Nick's roast beef. <laughs> what, do you, what do you have, Chanel? What's your John's favorite? roast pork. John's roast pork? Why John's Rose Pork? Because I like it. It tell tastes good. <laughs> tell the people. No, it's really good. Like I, I, Everyone's had it, right? No. No, no. Not necessarily. Not really? People don't you like guys have pork. to try this. this it's is, delicious. It's, it's really good. Delicious. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm a fan of Denix, by the way. The one in Reading Terminal. Denix, Rose Pork, Broccoli Rob, uh, Sharp Provolone. Again, Rose Pork Sandwich is, I mean, this is the, I guess, the unofficial sandwich of Philadelphia. It was named the best sandwich in, in America by Adam Richman back in, I think it was 2012. Uh, the Denix Rose Pork, but uh, Chanel's a John's fan. I'm a Denix fan. Um, favorite breakfast spot? What do you have for that one? Wait, breakfast in Brec- general? Breakfast. Breakfast, breakfast in breakfast. the city. Any di- oh, in the city. So in the I was going to say any city. diner in New Jersey. Green, Green eggs? eggs Green good. eggs is good. Green yeah, eggs is very good. good. Honey's? Uh, Cedar Park Cafe? Never heard of that. We got to write that down. Cafe, Lu- Cafe Lucia, you said? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to note that. You have Cafe Lift, right? I have Cafe Lift is mine. Their lemon ricotta pancakes are fantastic. I don't eat pancakes, but I eat their pancakes. You got to try them. So they're you know it's a good breakfast, good. but I actually don't don't eat that much What's Vesper that? because they have all champagne there. <laughs> so cha- a little champagne breakfast? Little they, have like, they have like bottles of champagne bottles for $25 oh, from like 11 to 4. That's a, that's a winner right there. So you go there for breakfast. That's, that's, a, that's a winner right there. <laughs> Delicious. Mine isn't the typical breakfast. I actually like the uh, – the, I called it breakfast because you have to get there early to get it. The Lamb Barbacoa Tacos at El Compadre. Philadelphia. All Phil- all, well, well, you have something in Jersey or – Oh, so, oh, no, New oh, Orleans no, is different. No. Well, yeah, yeah. We yeah, there's some places There's some places in we, New Orleans. We've been to New Orleans several times. Yeah, yeah. New yeah. Orleans. I don't know about that. We, we, we actually that. have an episode on New Orleans if you want to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. No, it's a little chewy, a little chewy, but, you know. I'm not eating that. <laughs> No, I'm a fan of the uh, the lamb tacos at El Compadre uh, down That's in. That's not breakfast, down in, but, but you whatever. have to go at like seven in the morning. To no, get you them. don't. It ain't worth it. You have to go. When you, when <laughs> that, what time do you, what time do you get up to work out? Don't you get up to work out? Yeah, to work out. Ten o'clock. All right. Well, never, never mind. <laughs> you ain't catch me at seven. That's, That's not breakfast. That's it. You just cheated. That's not breakfast. All right. Favorite favorite lunch spot. Anybody, just a, in general, just a good spot to grab a quick lunch. You know, you. Diane Sidewalk Deli in King of Prussia. Diane's Deli. Somebody said with green eggs. What else? What else is there? Yeah. Tattooed mom. Tattooed mom. Absolutely. That's always the right answer, by the way. Tattooed mom. Uh, my favorite lunch spot, uh, Dizengoff down, downtown. Um, the hummus at Dizengoff. It's hummus. It sounds so basic. It's chickpeas. There's but nothing basic about that Sometimes they'll put like lamb and beef and chicken skin on there. It's, it's delightful. It's, yeah. it's delicious. It's, it's get very the, good. Get the soft-boiled if, egg on top. If you've never had hummus... Like a stir fry. This, this hummus will ruin you for all hummus. But get, an, it's, get an extra pita, though. So if you you've never had it, taste grocery store hummus and then taste this hummus. It makes it that much better. What do you got? What's your favorite lunch spot? Um, I just put uh, Fuji Mountain on Chestnut Street in okay. uh, Rittenhouse. A little sushi spot? Hefe yeah, Tacos. Hefe Tacos? When I, um, when I can't figure out what I want for lunch, I just go there and they never, ever disappoint. So Fuji Mountain is your favorite lunch spot. Now, just in case you're not in the mood for that, and let's say you're in a mood for some fried chicken. Where would you go? Love and honey. Love and honey's love mine. And honey. not, we, you love guys, honey. you know. Whoever said it, y'all know. Oh, we know. Y'all know. Love, so, and, honey love and honey. Y'all know. And I love hate and honey. honey would I be hate mine. honey, but it's so good. It's a weird thing to hate. Love and honey would be mine, but I want it to be different because I knew you would select it because that's the one we eat the most. Because it's so good. So I went with Federal Donut. 
with, oh, the, okay. with the Zatar seasoning. If you get that dry Zatar seasoning, that is good. So good. But the love and honey, you got the juicy chicken with the little love and honey skin. is hands down little, my favorite. But I want it to be different. Little, little drizzle, little drizzle of honey on top. Get that honey cornbread with that butter. Mm. Claude, have mercy. It's good. All right, Shit. favorite dessert in Philadelphia. I'm not light skinned. I'm not. I, uh, we don't eat dessert. No dessert. We yeah. just started eating dessert. We're not light skinned. Yeah, we don't eat dessert. Maybe it's a light skinned thing. Light skin thing we just started. She wait, eats wait, dessert. Wait, what, what are we talking about? Light skins skin? eat dessert, not dark skins. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fact. That's a fact. We don't eat dark. We don't eat dessert. They, they it's studies it. on I this. Because you're light skinned. We eat snacks. We don't eat dessert. She doesn't think she's light skinned. Wait, excuse me. I know. I've been. It's a battle I've been fighting for years. I've been fighting this battle for years. Yeah. And I eat dessert. Years. My, Go ahead. I'm we're sorry. not getting into that because that's a long <laughs> conversation. You like some cheesecake? What was that? I bet you like cheesecake. Cheesecake. You said cheesecake. I do like cheesecake. <laughs> she said she likes dessert, man. <laughs> well, anyway, my favorite dessert is the honey uh, sea salt tart at Cake Life. Cake Life is your favorite spot because Beyonce went there. No, I went there first and then Beyonce went. Oh. And then I was like, Beyonce went and it made me like it more because I love Beyonce. So. Yeah. If uh, if you ever get a chance uh, to try this, uh, it's like a, a tart and there's like. I don't know, some honey, whatever that is. I don't even know and what it is. And then they sprinkle, like, sea salt. And is that gold on top? It's like some kind of, like, edible gold flakes yeah, or something. I don't like even know. Yeah, gold flakes it's so on good. it. Oh, so you fancy. So good. I love that thing. It's very like good. It's expensive um, dessert. No, it's not even that. It's not expensive. No, it's not that no. expensive. It's got you get, gold like, a tart it. for about six bucks. It's like six dollars, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, not, it's, not, it's not too much. You know what tarts I eat? Uh, what Pop-tarts? Bam. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to step on your jerk. I apologize. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm a basic dude, so my favorite dessert, I'll just go to Reading Terminal, get some Bassett's ice cream. I'm very basic. Vanilla ice cream from Bassett's. Maybe I'll get a shake if I'm feeling yeah, that's real basic. I mean, I'm ba- it's, it's, it's so good, though. It's very good. Vanilla, though? No, well, like, I don't no, no heath? No, no, no flowers. No, no flowers in the, in the no ice flowers. cream. Nothing. No, just basic Vanilla. again. Okay. Uh, and finally, um, we, like, we like to plan our trips around going to different cities for food festivals. So we decided to pick up our favorite food festival in Philadelphia. Uh, mine, again, I'm a basic dude. I know you guys know about it. The Burger Brawl uh, that we had a couple weeks ago down in Xfinity Live. Yeah. It's, it's like $45 and it's all you can eat burgers and tacos. This is the greatest, and drinks. It's the greatest thing ever. Like I, I ate till I felt like it, I felt pain. It was two weeks like, ago. like way too much it hurt. It hurt my stomach to eat that much, but it was so good. Yeah, like free margaritas, free burgers. I wish yeah, that was me. I, yeah, you're yeah. rubbing it in, Roy. None of us got to go. Yeah, we didn't yeah, get to go. We're in, we're, in we're in terrible Boston. We're doing stupid Boston things. <laughs> so, what, what was your favorite? What's your favorite uh, festival? Well, show? I went with the Philly Mag, Philly Cooks one we go okay. to every year, um, and that's the one where they take uh, the Philly Mag top fifty list, and then the restaurants from there all set up, and I guess the Sheridan or whatever, yes. and yes. everyone cooks like some sort of little bite or little dish. I like it because everybody brings their A-game because they're trying to one-up each other, and then they want you to come to their restaurant. So I, 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 I don't think I ever went there and tasted something that was terrible. Yeah, so so that's my favorite. Yeah, so those are our favorite things to eat in Philadelphia. So if you guys are listening, please, you know, hopefully you guys made notes and wrote those down. And now, as you can see, for those of you, for those of you here, we we're organizing the sauces. We are doing something called the Hot Ones Challenge. Now... For those of you who are not familiar, the Hot, Hot Ones is a YouTube series from the folks over at First We Feast where uh, the host, Sean Evans, um, brings celebrities in and they try hot sauce on wings, and hot sauce of, of increasing levels of hotness on wings, and he asks questions about them and their life and things like that. So we have a very special guest joining us for the Hot Ones Challenge. He was on our podcast last year at the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Joining us right now is Brian Durkin of Full Belly Labs. Give him some love, folks. Give him some love. He has no idea what he signed up for. I had no idea he was going to agree to this. This is probably a terrible mistake. Brian, how's it going, it's man? It's not that. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a mistake, but yeah, I, love, uh, I love Hot Ones, the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. See, look at that, man. And, prepared. Uh, <laughs> my, th- these are tears of joy right now. These are, these are tears. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Now, we had this idea. Chanel and I had this idea. Oh, I you, love how organized you are, because I was curious how you're going to keep no, them all track. No, yeah. no, I'm very see, weird. We're good, we're, good, we're good like this. We prepare. We yeah, well. for the um, listeners, you, you have like all these numbered uh, bottles and uh, plastic containers. It's very nice. 
For people who know me know I'm very weird. Yeah, very <laughs> meticulous. Yeah, we have all the we have all ten hot there are ten hot sauces and again they, they increase from from to, to extreme hotness that, that we'll get to as we're do, as we're doing the hot sauce. Um, and we'll ask questions during this. But actually, actually, while we're doing this, I should say Brian has a podcast, Full Belly Labs, that discusses food and, and food have, has food debates. Yes. And the questions that we're going to ask on this are either questions I, either, I literally stole from your podcast. Oh, uh, okay. Or to do that. I do this. What no, I that's can. good. Yeah. Because, no, because I want to make sure that Brian has a frame of reference. You yeah. know? So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> These are things he's already talked about. Imitation. So it's, it's, all, it's all good. Thing. You exactly. imitate the best. Okay, this is, this is what you do. So we're going to ask questions. We're going to taste hot sauces. We have our chips. We're not doing wings. They do wings on the YouTube show. We have, we have chips because we didn't want to do wings. I wanted a spoon. You got chips and you're going to like it. <laughs> You got I chips. had a spoon laid out. It's all right. You got chips. Roy didn't like bring it. my spoon. Hot questions and even hotter sauces. Hot ones. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to do it. Now, the first one, the first one is sriracha sauce. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Look at, look at that. Look at this. <laughs> I'm impressed. I told you. I watched the show, man. Hot, like, I, hot ones is really the only thing I watch either on TV or YouTube. I watch nothing else. I'm, well, now I watch Game of Thrones, as everybody knows. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. I'm two and a half seasons in, and other than other yeah, other than Game of Thrones, the only thing I literally watch that's not a sporting event is hot ones. So we are doing the sriracha, as they say, no big deal. Um, actually, I want to let you taste the sauce first, and then I'm going to ask the question because I want to ask you about the sauce, and then I'm going to do 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 the question. Now, this is I'm sure this is no big deal. So, so are you guys? Are you Brian Chanel? Are you? Does this phase you at all? No. This is sriracha. By, no. by the way, I should say, 2,200 units on the Scoville level. Um, this, is very, this is very light. Chili peppers, vinegar, and garlic. Not too much to it. My question for you. All right. Hit me with it. Tacos versus burritos. Oh, man. So uh, I was always a burrito guy, but I'm slowing down like in how much I can actually consume in one sitting. <laughs> Uh, so I think I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence, but I think I'm becoming a taco person. Like, for example, for lunch today, I tried to have a chicken cheesesteak and fries, and that used to not be a problem in my 20s, and now <laughs> yes. is a, a challenge. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, uh, I love the portability of a burrito. I think that's always going to win out if I'm on the go, Correct. but I think if I'm honest with myself and the amount of food I should probably be eating, uh, it's probably two tacos. Uh, please, I should say, anybody in the audience, if you have any thoughts, if tacos or burritos, so put it out there. Anybody, you can just yell it out, it's fine. Tacos, are we, ta- are we tacos? Tacos? Burritos. See, I like, the, I, 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 like, I, <laughs> I like the portability of a burrito. Like, the portability factor is very key. It's less messy and just, I don't know. But it can't be too busy. Because a lot of people put, like, a lot of weird stuff in burritos. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, you know? so I never get sour cream in my burrito. See, see I get oh, sour cream, but I don't do get, I don't get like beans. Uh, I think it, like, mutes a lot of the other flavors that are happening. It can take away if you're trying to do heat in your burrito. Mm-hmm. I do. I will admit that. But I just love sour cream so much. Yeah, I like sour cream, too. I think just some places, like, glop too much on. Yeah. Or I'd rather just have guac, like, just be able to taste more guac. Yeah. All right, so sauce number two now is, is Tabasco sauce. A little bit of a step up, 4,000 le- uh, units on the Scoville level. Um, Tabasco, peppers, and vinegar. Again, this is regular standard Tabasco sauce, you know, nothing special um, when, when it comes to it. So um, we were doing this as we were getting ready. Like, I didn't realize this was so watery. Like, this is straight- told, yeah, like I was like, Tabasco's water. It's not hot. Though. Yeah, I thought it was like duck sauce for a second. I just realized we don't have any water. Oh, I got, oh, I, I, brought, I, got I got water. I brought a cup in case. <laughs> I will need it, I know. <laughs> I got water. Question number two, again, please feel free to participate for those of you in the audience. Beer or wine? Ooh, well, hmm. Uh, I think... It's probably oh, at both, oh, right? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm now, sorry. I, don't now, mean to, I don't mean to cut you off, bro. I was reaching for the water. I wanted to place it in a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't need the water because I'm, he wanted I'm strong. Water. I'm strong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Brian. Please. like the way I looked at it. Please, 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 please continue. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, now I, I'll go uh, beer. I've always, I always was a beer guy. So I think wine definitely has its, its time in the sun. You know, if I'm out to eat a very nice meal, I probably want wine instead of beer, but... Every day is more, it's more, usually a beer day. I'm a wine person. You're a, wine, you're a wino? Because I was told that cider's not beer. Cider's not really beer. So I'm a wine person. Oh, that's interesting. Anybody in the audience, beer, wine? Beer? Beer? 
beer. <laughs> see, ah, yeah. See that's, see, that's the thing. Like, it, like beer. It was used to be beer for me. Now, now it's more wine. Like, I can't really like. I can't really rock with the with with, with the uh, the beer like I excuse me like I used to. <laughs> Uh-uh. No, it was the chip. It was the chip. Oh boy! I just this is my third show today. Uh-oh. I'm eating chips. Yeah. It's 97 degrees outside. Uh-oh. All right. Sauce number three: El Yucateco. This one uh-huh. has habaneros in it. Red tomatoes, 57.90 on the Scoville scale. All right. Ooh, okay. some thickness to this sauce. Little, little thickness. T h i c c thick. <laughs> On the thickness scale. See, Uh-oh. oh, look at you. See, you all choked up. This is number three. This is number three. That hit me in the back Let's of my see? throat. Oh, now. Question number three. Candy canes or candy corn? Uh, I don't like either, but I would definitely pick candy cane over candy corn. Can, can, can you continue? Uh, Are you okay? I'm fine. Okay. Candy corn <laughs> is disgusting. Yeah, it's so gross. It's, it's, what is it? Is it just like it's just high fructose corn syrup? I think it's wax. I don't know. And then like, it's like <laughs> I think, I think wax like mad- coloring and like it's it's pretty disgusting. If you hand out candy corn, people will be mad at you. I feel like if I give that out for Halloween, kids will egg my. Yeah, home. you don't like oh, yeah. you don't like people if you hand out candy corn at, at Halloween. Like you no, really I like don't to like to give out good candy because I don't want people doing stuff to my car. How, how was the L you could talk about? How was that? It actually tastes good. That yeah, that's true. You can true. see the peppers in it, and I think that's what hit me in the back of the throat. Yeah, we're definitely moving up the scale for sure. But yeah. that one, I would want to stock at home. It yeah. was actually tasty. So that that's like that would be like your regular go-to sauce. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, possibly. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, I, I'm pretty certain I haven't had most of these sauces. So we have. To be honest, we haven't had most of these. Oh, okay, I, cool. I have no idea how yeah. we're going to react to to the ones at no. the end. Um, but you know what? We're soldiers. This is what we do. Yeah, this is what we do. We'll, we'll do continue it. on. Hopefully they won't hit me in the back of the throat. Sauce number four is something called Queen Majesty. I think it's, it's habanero and black coffee sauce. And by the way, these are the exact same sauces they have on Hot One Season 3. So we're, I love we're, it. We're legit. Uh, Queen Majesty, again, habanero, cold brew coffee, and vinegar in the sauce. 1,400 units on the I Scoville scale. I feel like scale. this isn't going to be hot. I feel like it's going to be more flavorful. It's supposed to be at least twice as hot as Yucateco. It's going to be hot. And it's gonna, <laughs> it kind of caught you in the back of the throat. You know, on number no, three. No, it feels like there's fruit in here. Is there fruit in here? Coffee. Just coffee and habanero. I don't, there there's might something be fruit. in here that There might be fruit, but not, not, very, not very much. Oh, it's fruit. a slow burn. Yeah. It mutes it. It's fruity up front, and then it's real business at the end. All right, as, as, I, as I do mine, Wawa versus Sheets. Oh, Wawa. Yeah, that's an easy one. I've never been to Sheets, but I you You're not missing anything. You don't need to go. <laughs> no, I, I, Sheets, so all the Sheets fans, they love Sheets because uh, they're foolish. And uh, now they have, tell, Sheets, tell me, Sheets' big thing is that they have like a full-on like grill situation. So you can get like fries and like a cheeseburger and stuff. Yeah. But... Once Wawa gets that, it's just like game over. Like, that's like <laughs> it was like the only reason you would go to Seven Eleven is because there wasn't a Wawa, or you just love lottery tickets. And now that like <laughs> Wawa's lottery tickets, it's like forget it. So, and I'm from I'm from Delco, so it's like it would be yeah, sacrilege. Yeah, it would be like if you're from New Jersey, and you didn't like the boss. You know, it's just like not allowed. Yeah, no, no, sheets is, sheets is sheets is really a Western PA thing, and only a Western PA thing. And well, they, I think they, I think they've have expanded to like Virginia or something like that. They're okay. definitely more rural than. Don't bring Wawa. them here. It will not work here. And, and like you said, it's not it's not terribly different from a Wawa. I just know it will not it won't work here. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. What it is? They're uh, they definitely have their own corners. You know, like they're not really. It's like it's like, the, it's like, like a, a wire. So everybody has <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like everybody has their corner. Like, yeah. this, like this is a Barksdale corner, and then Mar- Marlo Marlo yeah. is, Marlo is like sheets. Yeah. Well, I don't know, actually. Everyone doesn't get that. I think Marlo is the coolest, so I think (laughs) Wawa is Marlo. Wawa is Marlo, and then Barksdale, the Barksdale organization, is is Sheets. And then Royal Farms is Prop Joe. That's that's really... I don't even know what they're talking about right now. (laughs) (laughs) You watch The Wire. You know what I'm talking about. I know what The Wire is. I'm talking about these stores. I know Wawa. I I know 7-Eleven, and I know Cumberland Farms. Swiss Farms is definitely cheese, though. <laughs> yeah, Swiss, 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 Swiss Farms. Is, Swiss Farms is definitely cheese waxed out. De- definitely. I didn't know we were going to go to talk about cheese today. And, and, and here we are. I got to say, I kind of like that sauce. I kind of liked it. it was, like yeah, it was, it was good. good. It was pretty good. I kind of dig it. Care for it. I, the I rock sweet with it. is in my. 
I'm ready to try another one to get that taste. I rock with it. This is number five. This is the signature sauce of the Hot One Sauce uh, program. Oh, this is the Hot One Sauce. Oh, this is the Hot One Sauce. Um, you you see the bottle, for those of you here, you see the bottle's almost empty um, because we eat it all the time. It's really good. It's delicious. Um, this is the Hot One Sauce. Yeah. They're not lying on the show. That one is legitimately yeah, this good. This one is yeah. good. 15,600 on the Scoville scale for Hot One Sauce. This question's a little bit different than the other questions. Ooh, all right. One Gotta Go, because I love One Gotta Go. It's like my favorite Twitter account. One Gotta Go. One Gotta Go. Popeyes, Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, Five Guys. One Gotta Go. Five Guys. One Gotta Go insofar as, like, get rid of it? You gotta get rid of it and never have it for the rest of your life Five ever. Five Guys. Uh, all right, and the list was Five Guys, Popeyes, Chick Fil A, and what else? Chipotle. Um, I guess Popeyes, only because like you gotta you gotta go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Well, I don't know. I haven't. It's it's a weird question for me because I, I haven't eaten fast food in a long time. So it's I'm trying to go by memory here. The only reason I I, I think it's between Chick Fil A or Popeyes simply because. If I had to g- get rid of one, I guess I don't want like redundancy on my chicken. All right, so it's like what? what's chicken? That's good I logic. Better. I, I, you know, I'm not mad at the logic. I'm mad at your choice. Oh, uh, that's fair. <laughs> I'm mad at you. I'm not mad at you. You said five. Why do you say five guys? That's the you wrong know, answer. I just don't like five. Five guys is so good. It's it's pretty it's, overrated. I'm. I'm with oh you. my Thank goodness! You. It tastes like my dad made a burger for me. Some it of the, just like some the of the best burgers. Some of the best burgers I've ever had were burgers made by dads. They really, <laughs> they really if are. If I can go to my dad's house and get it for free, why would I pay for it? Because Boom. you don't. Because your dad's house isn't like five minutes away from your house. No, I'll pass. Oh I grew God. up eating that my whole life. I'm good. I gotta say, so there, already, yeah, there was no way I was doing worse than DJ Khaled. He was so bad. <laughs> I, I, I implore you if, you, if you only watch one episode of this, please go on YouTube and watch the DJ Khaled episode. It is fantastic. All right, it, now it's getting real. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just got real? Hold yeah, on. it just got real. <laughs> I got to take some oh, off this man. chip. I can't, I can't do this. What is this? It's like World War Z in my mouth. It's just like a salting. Is this like a... <laughs> Zombie apocalypse? Yeah, it's what kind of... Um, habaneros and ghost pepper. It's the, see, wow. I like ghost peppers. Oh, good Lord. I like the way they taste. My favorite... Um, Hot sauce is a ghost pepper sauce. Yeah, this, this got real. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is where in the show they have that music cue where it's like. Poof. I might win this thing. <laughs> There's no, there are no winners and losers. Oh, there are no, no winners. No, and losers. I might win this thing. Everything's a competition. Oh man, we talked about this on the, on the last show as well. On a, on a hot dog, ketchup or mustard? Uh, mustard. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to yell out when you said ketchup was wrong for a hot dog. <laughs> I love ketchup on hot dogs. Ketchup or mustard? You gotta have to answer no, this question. I don't mess with the ketchup at all. Both? I think it's terrible. <laughs> I like both. On a hot dog, one or the other. You saw me eat a hot dog the other day. What did I have? I had ketchup and mustard. You put a lot of stuff on that hot dog. You had no. relish. I think mustard has more range. That's why, even if I like ketchup, if I had I would to go with mustard. Choose, I'd go with mustard because mustard's the right answer. There is a right. There is a right answer. I, I was wrong. <laughs> Oh, this is getting real. Yeah, right this now. is real. It's so hot. This is real. <laughs> but you guys are troopers. You guys are troopers. Yo. I, I appreciate it. We only have three more. We're almost there. I understand. <laughs> Kevin Hart was like, how are you asking me questions right now? I totally get that. Oh, my God. It is so hot. It like. You can drink your water if you want. You want your water? I don't water? have any water. Here's, here's my water. Here's some water. No, I'll drink it after you. Okay. You got to drink first. Go ahead. All right. It's a competition. <laughs> We're on sauce number eight. Oh, man. <laughs> Hold on. Let me guess. Which, uh, we're not at. This is brown. Is this Mad Dog? No, this is Da Bomb. Oh, oh Da Bomb. This is Da Bomb. Oh, this is one where they're like, it doesn't even taste good, right? Yeah. Yeah, like there's, it's just awesome. hot. Awesome. Can't for, wait. Hot for the sake of being hot sauce. Da Bomb. Oh, this is brown. Habaneros and chili peppers. Apparently, this doesn't have ghost peppers, but it's hotter than the other one. Wait, what's in it? Habaneros and chili peppers. Oh, I'm not scared of those. <laughs> uh, you were talking about me. <laughs> That's not bothering you? I'm okay. I'm a pro- professional. I'm, pro- I'm a pro- radio professional. I'm sweating a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm like, your brow says different. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, give, me, give, me your, give me your thoughts. How was that? <laughs> you can drink yeah, water. You, it, uh, you don't have to be a hero. You can drink the water. The bomb is... Not accurate. It should just be called Enola Gay because that shit is atomic. <laughs> oh, man. They're just like Hiroshima in my mouth right now. 
Wow, that is so hot and so gross. It's uh-huh. not even good. Oh, God. It's not oh even good. Oh, my God. Who wants that? It's not good. It's disgusting. It doesn't taste good. It tastes like poison. It tastes like brown. <laughs> like, if the color brown was a sauce, that would be that. Oh, my God. It's like poison. This, this is terrible. It tastes, uh, it is, tastes like a ghost pepper just shit in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a seed, like, this lingering. Is, Go down. This is bad. Uh-huh. I, I would like to see DJ. Good Lord. DJ Khaled taste this sauce. This is horrible. He didn't get this far, right? No, he did, he did not. He quit after three. I was going to Rachel Ray. Yeah, he tapped at, like, I Tabasco. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, oh, good Lord. He said, just because you quit, just because you didn't try doesn't mean you quit. Which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, it really yeah. means that you According to DJ Cal, he never gets an L, ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> because you got to be smart with yourself. Oh, Question number eight. so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your water. It's okay. It's okay. Mm-mm. Question number eight. Not a food question at all. Carmen San Diego or Oregon Trail? Mm. Oregon Trail. What? <laughs> Car- Car- <laughs> Carmen San Diego or Oregon Trail? Oregon Trail. Chris, you know Oregon Trail is? Chris, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's an Oregon Trail. You okay? Drink the water. No. Um, I'm going to go with Carmen San Diego. Why? Because that lady from the Warriors was in it. You're talking about the TV? I'm talking about the actual game. <laughs> <laughs> the video game. The computer game. Not, not the TV show with, 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 Rock, with Rockefeller or Rockefeller or whatever it was. Same answer. Move on. Yo, I... <laughs> I never, ever in Oregon Trail ever bought clothes for any of my crew. <laughs> you never buy clothes. Never. You I, always have to be swinging free when you shoot buffalo. <laughs> you got to swing free. You always got to caulk the boat because I'm not paying people to take me across the river. So you caulk the boat. Sometimes you drown, but it's, it's, it's whatever. And you're always going to have to, like, you're going to get dysentery a couple times. Like, that's just, that just comes with the territory. This is probably what it feels like, to die of dysentery. <laughs> These are better. This is better. Wow. All right, we got two more. We're going to get through really quick. Uh, really quick. Yes. Hold on. Well, we got two more. We have Mad Dog 357. And that's really brown. 357 on the, 357,000, I should say, on the Scoville scale. This one has cayenne peppers, habaneros, and pepper extract. Yeah, the Scoville scale is, like, rated, like, attack powers in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> They're, like, obnoxiously big for no reason. <laughs> Come on, you got this. You got this. <sighs> wow, the bomb hurts so much. <laughs> it does. It's like... <sighs> See, this one shouldn't be that bad then, right? Um, you would think you'd be numb by now, but right. you're really not. I put way too much on this chip. <laughs> oh, baby! <laughs> right, oh, this, man. This but this isn't bad. I'm okay with this one. I'm crying. <laughs> All right, never mind. I take that back. Good Lord. Now, this is pretty bad. This played out really well audio-wise. I was, I was kind of worried about this, but the, the sounds of us gasping kind of plays well. Even when we're wow. out here. I, um, it hit the back of my yeah. throat. Uh, yeah. All right, really quick, because we have like five minutes. Sugar, uh, co- sugar cookies or chocolate chip cookies? Chocolate chip. Sugar. Uh, Chocolate chip or sugar? Yeah. Probably chocolate chip. Yeah, I think chocolate chip is legit. Sugar sucks. <laughs> the sugar's good, but it's not, it can't be chocolate chip. Yeah. And I finally, we were there, and two of us did not have water yet, so I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> you haven't had any water yet? No. Wow, I watched my Philly accent answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is called Blair's Mega Death Sauce with Liquid Fury. Liquid Rage. No, no, no. It says Liquid Fury. He oh, always says it wrong on the show. What? What is Liquid He's, Rage? Sean, Sean says it Liquid Rage every single time. Sean Evans is the host of Hot Ones. It's like burning in my stomach, FYI. This is just, we got, we got this one more. This feels so wrong. I feel poisoned. All right. Well, we got to do this Liquid, liquid Fury slash Liquid Rage. Blair if I could breathe fire, it feels like I am belching but holding it in right now. My mouth is so hot. <laughs> Come on, we got we to knock this out. We got to do it for the people. Give the people what they want. Last, last, last dab. This is way too much. Got to put it on the side. That's not too bad. That wasn't the hottest one. See, after the other, <laughs> after the other ones, it wasn't that bad, right? That's not the hottest one. My nose one. is running. 
That's not the hottest one. The last question. Oh, no, it's hot. <laughs> no, I, mine is still burning on the side from number nine. The last question, which you talked about. It hit my have, tongue. It's real hot. <laughs> we have to have a discussion about this. Jimmy's or sprinkles? Um, they're sprinkles. Because sprinkles. Apparently, apparently the word Jimmy's is racist. Yeah, it is. <laughs> See, I, I, I never knew that. Wait, what does that? I, I don't know how. How is it? <sighs> apparently, it's, it's like. It's wrong, but it's not. I don't know. What does it mean? Apparently, it's got some connection to like Jim Crow or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. I didn't know that. Snopes can't deny it, but they can't confirm it, so I'm going to avoid it. <laughs> Sprinkles all the way. <laughs> if Snopes or TMZ doesn't tell me that it's wrong, oh. I don't believe it. <laughs> we don't say Jimmy's in Wow, uh, that's so hot. So, so, so we have gotten through the, uh, the, my the, the, the Hot Ones Challenge. Uh, before we go, this is how we do, since you got through it. Please take 30 seconds or so. Let everybody know about your podcast and how they can catch you tomorrow at the podcast festival, Brian. Yes. Thank you so much, Roy. Uh, my podcast is Full Belly Laughs. It's like a board game cafe. So we talk about food and we play board games. And uh, you, it's fullbellylaughs.com, fullbellylaughs for all the social media. We're on iTunes, all that jazz. We're here tomorrow, uh, the 23rd of July in 2017 at 1 o'clock, Tattoo Moms. Live show, totally free, so it's part of the festival. We're giving away a Amazon Echo Dot to one nice, lucky audience member. Nice, nice. So okay. come on out. It should be really fun. We're going to play our, our classic marquee game on the show, Guess Who? So it's, it's going to be super fun. Um, I need to eat more chips. Thank you. <laughs> As a token of our appreciation. We're glad you, we, you said you liked number three and you would keep it in your house. That's so, oh. There's a Yucateco and we have some, thank you, thank some, you. some sunglasses from our Ooh. other sponsor, my other show, veteranshirium.com. So Ooh, please, you. everybody, give Brian a hand for being a good sport. And check him out on Full Belly Laughs. We have two quick, like two minutes to go. We do one last segment. We call it Sunday Dinner. This is where we invite people over to our house mm -hmm. for a Sunday dinner based on something they've done over the past week or so. I know you're still struggling a little bit. Yeah. Do you, do you, want, you, want, you want me to go first? I'll go first. I'll just get it over. I was going to invite Usher. Um, Speaking um, of things that burn, Usher. Yeah, Usher. It goes with the hot stuff. Um, you know, at the beginning of the week, we found out someone sued him for like $1.3 million because he gave them a medical um, disease, allegedly. At the end of the week, there's another person suing him for $10 million. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say about this because my throat is burning. <laughs> Much like Usher left those women. <laughs> uh, and my, my Sunday dinner are the people who go on House Hunters because there's a new House Hunters coming out. It's called House Hunters Family. And this time they're inviting the whole family to go look at these houses and, and tour. These people in House Hunters have unlimited budgets, and it's amazing because they have the most basic jobs in the world. Jobs I've never heard of. They catalog flowers. They all work in like, from home. They like the park, or they work from home. They say, what's your budget? Oh, well, three quarters of a million dollars. Yeah. I would like those jobs. Like, where you don't go to work. Like, why uh, don't these people go to work? It's like, but they have, like, these, the weirdest jobs, but they can afford the most expensive homes. I would like to know what they're doing because I am living life wrong. I need, I need to know that. Obviously living life wrong. So I need to, you guys, you guys are, are struggling. It's like chemical warfare. <laughs> so that is it for this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast. But as we, sign off, as we sign off, there's one thing we always like to say before signing off. Now, our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we would like to wish you... Joan Appetit. Thank you, everybody. Joan Appetit.